0: Last will the last, we'll be first What a day, I'm telling you All things will be new Living up in a town world Yeah, we're living, yeah, we're living Living up in a town world oh. This is Jimmy and Annette And our special guest, Mr. Chevrolet <laughs> The, the Frigion Brzez Silver Lane? calling. You've never
1: said that before
0: But I'll think it's funny He's a he's a Bichon Frise yes. mix. He's like a poodle, well, very Hab- white. Habanese Bichon Frise. He yes. looks like a little Chewbacca, little white Chewbacca.
1: I always call him a female. I, I always say he or she. He is a little or, instead on the of, girly of saying side. he, I say she because he's a white dog, and to me, white dogs are supposed to be females, not males. I
0: know, isn't that funny? Right That's now, funny. he's completely crashed out in a net slap. I mean, he is like gone. He's, he's, he loves this. It's nap time. I this is his is.
1: favorite time. Is oh, when we come in here.
0: I know he loves it's it. Hard. He loves to hang out with us. So, <laughs> anyway, we may get a rise out of him sooner or later. But I don't know. But anyway, we're we're here to be with you for our. This is our third podcast show, and it's called "Living Up in a Down World" because that is that is so our heart. Mm-hmm. It's to to be up when the world seems to be waxing worse, doesn't it? To right. use a biblical term. Yes. I mean, I mean, like the news. I mean. How does it feel like? I mean, you walk outside. Does it feel different than it used to? Is the culture thick?
1: Uh, The culture is thick. Basically, that's the message from yesterday that Kevin York spoke, which was amazing how much culture... um, affects us and forms us yeah that was awesome
0: that was powerful so we had a guest uh with us this weekend and we've known pastor kevin york uh he now lives in nashville tennessee he was a pastor at uh, mid-cities community church in midland texas and that's where we met pastor kevin and renee and his family and we got really plugged into that that church it was such a good experience for us we're only there like a year And then Pastor Kevin, who was a part of a larger movement of churches called Every Nation... Uh, churches and ministries invited us to go to Abilene, Texas, and, and take over a church. Take a church he had planted years before, and so we've walked with Pastor Kevin for 22 years, and he really has become not only a friend but a coach and a mentor for us. But it's been years since we've been together because we, you know they were. He's still in Nashville. He's the vice president of Every Nation Ministries, and is man. He's all over the world right now. And then we're not—we we came on with the Oak Hills team, so we're no longer a part of every nation. So, you know, life happens. We're all going different directions. But I did this thing—it's been about, I guess it was the fall, actually nearly a year ago, and I told Annette—you remember me saying this? I said, I I want to bring the men into my church— to bring impartation, the men right. who have impacted my life and made a difference, and really become spiritual markers for me, and I can pretty much count on one hand who those men are, and one has passed on and gone to be with the Lord, Doctor Jack Taylor. But uh, but there's other men in my life that have really imprinted my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we brought in John Lynch to our church. Which you had never met,
1: but you had read his books, and uh, it impacted you.
0: Right. And we connected on social media, and gone back and forth, and had some real interesting just chat convos on social media, and just was so um, drawn in. Um, well,
1: you had a kindred
0: spirit. Yeah, there it is. And so sometimes people will mentor you from a distance, sometimes, and they don't even know it. Yeah, sometimes you'll never even meet them, and yet uh, I was privileged to at least have some some sidebar conversations with him, then a couple of phone calls, and then we invited him. And then COVID hit. Remember, I invited him to the, yes. to come to to Bridge Church where we pastor, and then COVID hit, and of course everything so got two years shot.
1: later he yeah. comes.
0: <laughs> so he came, uh, and we had a remarkable time. An amazing individual so not only has he marked our, and imprinted our lives from a distance mm-hmm. but now up close and personal right. he's become not only a friend to annette and i but a friend to our church as well so we'll be having john back in the spring right this spring so twice looking forward to that. this year actually so john lynch was one that i wanted to bring in another one is uh, my pastor one of my pastors and coach mentor and friend max lucato and uh so max he has been a long term pastor at Oak Hills Church in San Antonio, Texas, and then we came on the team there and we got to know each other and found out we had tons in common. We both grew up in West Texas and had real similar What I love trajectory. about him
1: too is what you see is what you get. what oh, you yeah. hear in the pulpit, what you read in his books is him That's he right. is not two different people he doesn't. Exhibit any pride whatsoever. He's one of the most humble men I've ever met in my life. True and i do count him a,
0: a very good friend yeah Jess. and he's not a diva no you know I've, we've met celebrity pastors we've been around some high-profile pastors and i've served on staff mm-hmm. with high-profile pastors that were divas i mean it was and you could it was tell brutal. it was hard her
1: head was pretty big
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but i yeah. don't name any names
0: no names but it's one of those things where you you, you sort of make these notes to yourself and you say you know what I'm not going to be that. Right. Don't do that. Exactly. Sometimes what we know in life is not as important as what we no, we shouldn't do it. Right. Right. Sometimes it's better know what not to do than what to do. And so, so Max Ficato was the second. We just had Max, what, three weeks ago? Two, now? Weeks two and a half ago. weeks ago. Two weeks. Yeah, two weeks ago. And uh, it was such a blessing to have him back at our church. We had him back when we made the turn from Oak Hills to, to the Bridge 2019. So it's his first time back. And again, we just had a remarkable time. And then uh, number three on the list, only because of just timing, was to have Pastor Kevin York come in uh, from Nashville. And so we were that just. That was phenomenal. It was that phenomenal. was one
1: of the best messages I've ever heard. Seriously. I'm sorry I had to say that to no, him. No, no, no. Because I didn't want to make you feel wrong.
0: But honestly, it, it
1: really was one of the best no, messages totally,
0: I've man. ever heard. And for those of you that that listen to our show, we, we just direct you to our website. It's bridgefbg.com. FBG means Fredericksburg. So bridge... FBG.com. Click on sermons and uh, click well, on... Or you the ser- can go to YouTube. Or you can go to YouTube. We watched it again today. Yeah, Bridge Church Fredericksburg, Texas on YouTube. Uh, Facebook, we have a Facebook page, mm-hmm. Bridge Church Fredericksburg. So any of those three platforms and look for the message uh, from this last Sunday. Yes. That was yesterday, wasn't it? It was yesterday. Wow. Yeah, I
1: know, we're today. still in a fog.
0: Totally. We still yep. don't tell, feel tell,
1: great. What's That's why we still sound pretty nasally. This has been one of the toughest sicknesses we've ever had in our life.
0: And the weird thing is we had it together at the same yes. time. Well, we, you
1: started a week before I did. Right, right. So, so you're in bad. your third week. I'm in yeah. my second. Yeah. And every day I think, okay, this is the day. No more coughing. No more right. You know, nasal congestion. It hasn't stopped.
0: So if we cough or sniffle during the show, you'll understand. <laughs> Why? What? What's it remarkable is that a lot of people have this. Mm-hmm. And I heard of another friend of mine, Bill Lovelace, who's one of our equipped class teachers and a minister. Is on right? Was
1: at church yesterday. He was at
0: church yesterday, and he told me sing he's flat on his Back today with starting at that, love that, love that love congestion stuff. Mm-hmm. What it is? It's like an upper respiratory right. infection paired with like a sinus infection. And uh, honestly, it made COVID look like a speed bump to me. It did to me. Too. COVID was like. T- Ten days for me total. It was a week for you. Yeah, yeah.
1: I didn't have any symptoms other than losing my taste and smell. That was it. So yeah. to me, COVID, I, I didn't even. I don't even recall having it.
0: Honestly. Yeah, it really wasn't much for you. It was a little more for me, just in the fatigue, because. And then we worked out like two days after I was. I was like, "Oh, I can taste and smell again." And then right. we were back in the gym. Right. This has been three weeks, and we're just fatigued and can't exhausted. even
1: work out. Yesterday, I was walking from the sanctuary to an office before church yesterday morning, and I was panting. And my operations director stopped me and she said, "Are you okay?" And I she goes, "You just walked just a little bit, and you're you're panting." I said. That's how bad this is. It's Crazy. But I'm you know, we're persevering. Yeah. We're not letting yeah. us it get us down. No. We're trying to we're stay up. up. <laughs>
0: living up in a down. <laughs> we do normal.
1: have our days though. I mean it a few days ago I contacted Tina and I said, Tina, this has been really, really hard. Um, because you do have a tendency. To kind of go inward and just think that the world is falling. I mean, when you don't feel good, you know.
0: Yeah. And we've had some overcast days. And you throw that in, it's like, ugh. You know, three weeks of Ugh. But so, we just
1: pick ourselves up and yeah. move on.
0: I'm starting to come out of it a little bit. I feel a lot better today. I, mean, I feel right better. Now I've got but the energy. the cough I've is added. lingering. Yeah, the cough is what was really the hardest. Yeah. I hurt my back coughing. A friend of ours, Tina, we've talked about Adam and Tina Curry on the show, the pod father and my producer and dear friend.
1: She pulled Tina. a muscle.
0: No, she cracked a rib. Oh,
1: she cracked a rib. She That's right. Rib. It was Lee Her that pot. pulled a muscle
0: the coughing. Yeah, there's my cough. Okay, there. be careful. All right, let's get on with the show. We've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, we've, we we got yeah, we talked about Pastor Kevin anyway. He talked about how culture is thick and that when you get off a plane and you walk into a new country, you know, you've landed at an at an international airport in Dubai or wherever, when you walk out of the plane, you feel the atmosphere, you <laughs> feel the culture and what culture does, it twists us. And mm-hmm. what Scripture does and what the Word of God and the Bible does, it realigns us. Wow. It straightens us out, gives us that truth. Phenomenal. So do listen to the message. It was from yesterday, Bridge Church. Check it out. Pastor Kevin York, you will not... Be sorry. Watch the the 1045 message. It yeah. was just spot on. Yes. Hey, we watched it again today. I mean, we, we did. saw it. he's, he's twice, so animated. Why yesterday we watched it again. I know.
1: He's so animated and full of energy. I, in fact, I was shocked. Yeah. Because he's he's not 30. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how old. He, well, he's told everybody he was 150. So I'll just go with that. He's but he like had that. more energy than any preacher I've ever seen. You know, Stephen Furtick is amazing. And he's all over the place. I, he could top him yesterday. Yeah,
0: yeah. he could run circles around thirty. Yeah, it was amazing. It was powerful. It was amazing. So yeah, do listen to it. You will not be sorry. And uh, so yeah, powerful. <laughs> i the amazing. Sorry, we could we could really go on and on about that because we're so excited. So we do want to talk about something else. because We'll just stay on Kevin. We love him so much. We'll keep talking about him. But when we were working for a ministry, um, well, let me put it like this: Who hasn't been disappointed? who hasn't found themselves disillusioned and in a very difficult place where they felt like something happened that was unjust to them. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were let go from a job or from a group or a mm-hmm. friend's group or whatever. And they just felt like this was not right. And they were found themselves disappointed and hurt. And, and then I were on, on staff in a ministry and we got let go and we got pushed out and it was just, it decimated us. It just, took the wind out of our sails. Mm-hmm. How did you feel when I gave when I called you and said uh we we just got let go? You remember that phone call? Oh, phone? I was
1: pretty shocked because it wasn't for any immoral reason. Mm-mm. There was I don't even know how to explain how we felt because other than looking back at the life of Joseph and how he was unfairly you know accused of raping Potiphar's wife, and yet, I mean, obviously ours didn't have anything to do with um, anything immoral. But how do you feel? I mean, as as people, but as Christians, and you're thinking, wait, I'm doing everything right, and we're we're let go. Okay, we're in our fifties at this time, and that's scary. We're having to start all over. So everything, um, it was very hard. It was just I, I can't even describe. I don't even know how I felt because I had never had anything happen to me like that before.
0: I mean, your mind just goes, and starts spinning on how are we going to make it? Mm-hmm. How are we? What are we going to do? And then, and, then, and why, God? Yep. Why? Why? why if we're all doing the all
1: the right things, mm-hmm. why did this happen to us? Yeah, that was my problem. My, when I, after I settled down after the shock, yeah. it was why,
0: God, why. It sent us into uh, into this wilderness. Mm-hmm. You know, you you read in the scripture about these wilderness wanderings. You know, Jesus was in the desert for forty days uh, without food or water and being tempted by the enemy. You've got the children of Israel wandering for forty years. In the wilderness, and then you can look at all the other, uh, even the Apostle Paul, who right when he became con- converted went to went to the Arabian desert. He went to Arabia for for thirteen to seventeen years, yes. some say, depending on how you read Galatians chapter one. And so it seems like everyone has these wilderness experiences. And, uh, boy, this launched us into ours. And, by the way, you may have more than one wilderness experience right. in life, right? Yeah. For us, definitely. I know I have. And yet, this was really the granddaddy of them all, and hopefully the last one.
1: Well, and I think, too, because it, it's a church. <laughs> and what I've seen happen in the past is people get hurt in a church, and they blame the church, and they won't go back to church. They they blame God. They Leave the faith. Um, there's so many different ways we mm-hmm. handle you know, yeah. problems like that. And for us, we decided the church didn't hurt us. Yeah. People did. Right. So what are we going to do about that? Well, what did we do?
0: Well, here's a couple of things we did. First of all, we made up our mind we're not going to be bitter. No. We just said, this will make us better, better. not bitter and we said, we are not going to hold this over people yeah. and that uh, people make mistakes. All of us are, there is, there is no such thing. There are no perfect people. And so, um, so we weren't going to be bitter. We also were not going to um, try to validate ourselves because that's the hardest thing. Whenever you get hurt, Especially unjustly. You want to rally people around. Well,
1: you. and I think we did it first. Oh,
0: at first? Because yeah, because we, we, were, we were
1: crushed. We were crushed. But then after a while, we were thinking, we wait, realized, minute, we don't have to you know do this what? anymore. We don't need this. God validates no. us, exactly. not us. We don't have to do it. Yeah. But yeah. I, I wouldn't say we didn't, at, because we
0: No, no, we did no at I first, agree. We, at first, because we had to explain we what just, was happening. Yeah, you, well, you can't just go, all. well, we were let go. and Yeah, everyone's calling you and asking you <laughs> yes. and texting you, what happened? What happened? And you're like, well, you know, you don't want to say, well, nothing. You know, so anyway, so yeah, so that's a tendency. But we, we, we arrested that very quickly. We, we said we're not going to be mad at God. We said we're not going to be mad at the church because we've been around people who've been bitter against mm-hmm. church because they've been hurt or they've had a bad experience. And uh, there are some terrible things that have happened out there in the name of Christianity or religion and that's horrible and yeah. horrific and abusive and traumatic. This was not that. Yeah. This was uh, just some people that that had a different agenda than where we were going, and, it, and that's we parted ways. Right. But we ended up with the short end of the stick. So... So we we began to, um, we said, we're not going to run from the church. We're going to run. Run, run to the church. So, so we ended up moving. We, it was the first time in our adult life that we got to actually choose where we wanted to live.
1: Wow, that was kind of exciting because we felt like the Lord said, you know what? Hey, pick wherever you want to go. Yeah. And then I will show you what will happen
0: to you. Because up to that point, we were always trying to follow the Lord. When he, you know, we'd get an opportunity to go to, we went out to Southern California, or Mm -hmm. we were in, you know, West Texas and San Antonio and these different places because God called us there. So you end up living where you're called, and and you don't always have a choice. You just you kind of you say, okay, I think the Lord's going to have us make a home here, and that's what you do. This was different. We actually had a choice.
1: And so, what did we say?
0: We All three of us, our, our daughter was, was with us as well. She
1: was in junior high.
0: And our other two kids were adult. They were already out. So, we decided to go to Nashville, Tennessee, because wow. we love Nashville. Best thing we ever did. Yeah. So, we went back. We moved back to Nashville and uh, we were homeless. We lived with
1: family and friends for a year.
0: A now, we'll say this year. we were homeless. We were not destitute.
1: No, we weren't destitute. We did cash in our 401k,
0: yeah, up, it which is
1: really tough when you're in your fifties because you yeah. have to start all over. And now we, yeah. you know, but that's okay. God's still taking care of us. He's yeah. been faithful no matter what.
0: Yeah. And I started writing resumes and I sent over out
1: 500 resumes.
0: Yeah. I started to think, here's what's interesting. When you get several hundred rejection letters from mm-hmm. Vanderbloom and all these agencies that hire and stuff. You know, you're either too old, or they don't like your where you've been or what you've done. You, sh- it's easy to start to think I'm worthless. Nobody right. wants me.
1: Did you ever feel that way?
0: I didn't because I, I, didn't I was recall. so. Oh. I am so convinced of the call of God on my life that now that those thoughts would come to me. And, and, and those of you who've been in these situations, you get it. You get bombarded with these thoughts. Fortunately. I had been taught well and equipped. We'd been discipled well through the years of how to fight those things off, arresting how to literally take every thought captive and make it obedience to Christ. You know, we just we did what we knew to do, and we had to put into operation everything we'd ever taught and preached. Talk about talk about about living by faith! Um, Oh my goodness! Every sermon I've ever preached came back to me,
1: and that will happen.
0: It had to happen. (laughs) And and what it sounds terrible, but but we also grew so much in that scenario. Well, you
1: grow through those dark times. If you
0: don't, you'll
1: be stagnated. Yeah, and you're you're. You're going to go
0: backwards. It builds endurance, yes. perseverance. perseverance, builds resilience. Or it can kill you. It can. And I've had friends that are no longer in ministry because they got hurt and they weren't able to make the turn, but I'm just such a. I'm like a bull I'm like a bulldog on a bone <laughs> when it comes to my call. And so I just did not let those voices take authority in my mind or take root in my heart. And so, you know, I'm on four hundred and fifty nine resumes sitting well, we, out. What was
1: interesting is we did have one church that
0: was ready for us. Mm-hmm. They
1: they called us. Yeah. Before they even interviewed us in person, they said we we really believe you are the, the right ones. And we said no.
0: Yeah, I remember. And
1: why did we do that?
0: Well, we didn't think we were a fit for them. We didn't feel like we felt like it was a job and it was an opportunity, but our heart was not pulled that direction. I remember a little differently. Well, no, I mean, well,
1: and I agree with that. No, I mean agree with that. that but I also believe that we knew, in our maybe even subconsciously, that we weren't ready.
0: Oh, right. I see. Because what you're we're still yeah. still not Don't
1: whole. You. I think mm-hmm. we needed time under our belt yeah. to really grow through this, because when you go through something yeah. as devastating as we did, and, and literally living with family and friends for a year, we did not live on our own, Yeah, I, I believe that, that God wants to teach you through those things, but He's getting you ready for the next thing. Yeah, and I absolutely. feel like if you get ahead of God, that can be a dangerous place. Sure we could end up being at a at a in a situation where we could get hurt again or you know Earthen, or hurt them because we're not totally whole oh. and we we just weren't ready
0: that's the truth and we also needed to test ourselves to mm-hmm. say have we truly forgiven mm-hmm. are we really because wa- it's one thing to say you forgive and kind of walk by faith but not actually internalize that forgiveness where it begins to work itself out in right. and through you and so we we were a part of a wonderful church. We went to we became church junkies. We did. Every time that door yeah. opened, we were there. We went to Grace Chapel Church in Leapers Fort, Tennessee, just south of Franklin. Just an amazing church. Pastor Steve Berger just became a real friend and mentor to us. And uh, we healed in that church. Mm-hmm. We shared our story and people yeah. held our arms up. Yeah. It helped us heal through and, that and whole time. Did we? This is the truth. For six months, every worship service, we, we wept. Oh, I mean, we did just we, we were those people. Yeah. That, because yeah. we're
1: still get we're still hurt. I'm sure. It doesn't mean were like, we.
0: What is wrong with those people? What? Right. Cry all the time. <laughs> but we, we were shattered. We were shattered. But, but every we time healing. we would hear
1: certain songs, like "Great Are You, Lord," we would cry not because. We were upset, but because yes, Lord, you are great, even in the midst of our battles. Yeah. I, I know you have a plan. Yeah. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven oh, was totally. our verse. Yeah, He has a plan for us, hope
0: in a future. Yes,
1: and I knew it. We knew it. Yeah. We just didn't know when
0: we held on to it like I mean literally like Jacob at the River Jabog mm-hmm. hanging on to the man though he wrestled with the man that yes. the messenger of God and and he he walked with a permanent limp after that and and as do we right but it's not a bad thing either it's no. a reminder it's a reminder of that that you went through that adversity
1: what it has done for us is has created gratitude in our lives there you go to where every single day. We are grateful yeah. to what we have, where we're where yes. we are, and who we are so, in Christ. We're so grateful every day. I think about how grateful we are mm-hmm. and how good God is.
0: That's right. So we made a hand. We became church members instead of mm-hmm. church leaders, and we served. I played on the worship team. Uh, I wrote curriculum for, and uh, for a discipleship program. I helped uh, Jimmy with the. Uh, a small group ministry. We, we were in three life groups, three at, life one groups at one point. Oh my gosh, we were junkies.
1: And then you finally got a job a year yeah. later.
0: Yeah, for Dave Ramsey. For Dave Ramsey, Ramsey when I went to work which for was Ramsey. your dream
1: job. It's if you great. were going to have a dream job in the business world,
0: yeah. that would be it. Yeah, I had a great time there. So we were there. I was there for two years. Two years. And you worked for a dental practice yes. there, Franklin Dental. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we, we started kind of climbing out of the hole. But the more than the jobs and the provision stuff, what what began to happen is our our souls were healing, mm-hmm. and uh, and then one day, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, and by, oh, and by the way, I stopped putting out resumes. Those those things weren't working out, and I finally said, "Let's just work." Let's for two years, you did not put the whole time,
1: time you were Ramsey,
0: right? And so we didn't do anything, and uh, and so. Annette, Two
1: years later.
0: Annette and I were in church. I think we were eating after church, after church. and Faith was with us. Mm-hmm. And I said out loud, I think we should go back to this church where we got hurt, because it was in the Nashville area. And And, my, and Annette, you said i believe we were supposed to as well yeah. which if you had only known how heart hurt we were mm-hmm. that was a big thing to actually step back into that environment mm-hmm. and our daughter said uh are we going to start going there i said no no, no we're, we're just going to go back go. and it's a litmus test to see if we're really healed we'll know when we drive up in the parking right. lot if if because if all that hurt comes back up then we're not ready yet mm-hmm. so the very next week what do we do
1: We went to that church and we walked in, and that pastor embraced us, and he he wouldn't let us go.
0: He literally wouldn't let me go. He physically held my arm. Yes, please don't. People
1: were walking by, and they were shocked to see us.
0: Yeah, it was like a family reunion. He
1: took us back to the green room, and we just loved on each other. Just literally loved on each other.
0: Total reconciliation. Beautiful repentance. And it, it really was the ministry of the scripture says that we've been given the ministry of reconciliation. reconciliation. That means we get the privilege of administering. Mm-hmm. We get to administer reconciliation to one another. And it was such a beautiful picture. And the whole morning we realized we're healed because we felt nothing, nothing weird. We walked in. We didn't know if we were going to feel strange. And we didn't. No. It was a beautiful Beautiful experience. And it was after that, as we sort of processed that. And
1: two weeks later, you said, I, said, I it's feel like it's time go. for me to get my no,
0: resume back, back out. out there. And literally, it was like fast track. Right. I mean, as soon as I reached out to a couple of friends of mine, doors just blew open. All God was waiting on was us. Yes, he was waiting for us to be, be whole again. Just think if we would have be done that two years before, what? Oh, it would been a train wreck. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I. but I think it's, you know, there's a process of forgiveness. And I think it's really important that you walk out forgiveness no matter what.
0: Absolutely. It doesn't
1: mean you're condoning, you know, no. what they've done or whatever, but you you let them go. There it is. And uh, we we both walked in it. We walked in it, That um, the church uh, pastors walked in it. It was beautiful. It's really the way church should be. Mm-hmm. It's the way Christians should act. And go. too much of the time, we part ways, and then we badmouth one another. Right, right. And then you're going to wreak havoc on your life because you're going to reap what you sow.
0: Well, and the way you finish one one place— typically dictates the way you start the next Next. place so like as you close a chapter in your life whether you're ending a job or Mm -hmm. or maybe a relationship Mm -hmm. uh maybe you're moving away and you're leaving friends the way you leave or the way you end that chapter with your attitude your heart your behavior your actions your mindset Mm -hmm. your soul that will dictate how you start the next. Exactly. Week. Boy, have we learned that the hard way oh, through the we
1: years. Have. And I don't want to learn it again.
0: No, no, no. So when we went back and we reconciled, and it just, again, just a beautiful picture of reconciliation, it was like the doors, the, the lid came off. Right. And God opened up amazing doors together. Yeah. And now we're and
1: now and we're really right where we're supposed to be. Oh, we yeah. absolutely love living yeah. out here. We have beautiful friends. Yeah. Tina and, and uh, Adam. Adam, we would never have met them if we weren't here.
0: Yeah. We're our sweet spot here oh, in Fredericksburg, goodness. Texas. Yes.
1: And she has become one of my best friends. I yeah. absolutely adore Tina Curry. It's I've awesome. never met anybody more lovely than her, it's honestly.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So that's well, our story. That's our story. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not fully written yet. We're continuing to walk and grow and learn. And, uh, and and God is just doing amazing things around us. We're completely blown away. And speaking of giving kudos to friends like Adam and Tina, of course, uh, I want to give a shout out to some friends that have actually boosted us on, on various platforms, Fountain and there's others. and But I want to... Uh, First of all, I'm going to start just from the top, even from the most recent, Sir Brian with an I. I love Brian. He's uh, Tina's bestie, (laughs) kind of Tina's BFF, and we've gotten to be friends, and just a great brother in Christ who's growing and learning. Listen to this, what he writes. He says, thank you for answering the questions I've been asking myself, and thank you even more for answering the ones I should have been asking myself. Wow. What a profound statement. Very profound. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, Brian, thank you for saying that, and thanks for sending us some sad. Cats and uh just appreciate the kudos and, and the boost there uh, another person named jdp says i appreciate you and, and jdp we appreciate you um Absurdient, uh off of i believe that one's off fountain wonderful first introduction to the both of you Aww. and uh, and then she wrote more <laughs> <It was an laughs> exclamation point adam curry hey i know adam curry he's a cool guy <laughs> he says great episode thanks for hanging in to spot the yuckies that was last week when we were we
1: still hanging in there. Yeah,
0: even the title of the show was The Yuckies Are No Bueno. So (laughs) we're coming out. And I want to say a big thanks to Dreb Scott. Dreb Scott has really been boosting us and and supporting us and so appreciate the sats. He says, I'm so grateful that God has given us the Holy Ghost to be a comforter and a teacher to us. I love how he could speak directly to our spirit, help us gain more control over this tabernacle of clay he has provided us. And then he says, hashtag Keep your bucket leaky. Oh, I love, I love the that. leaky buckets. Thank you, Dreb. Colomona uh, gave us a lot of boosts and, and just said, excellent episode. I look forward to hearing more. May God continue to bless both of you. And, uh, Sir Libre, I just want to say thank you so much for sending that and for encouraging us because we're learning, we're growing. And, oh, we got some from the keeper as well. Oh, of course. From your girl, Tina. Congrats on the first episode and first boost i'm going i'm working my way back and uh we're just so excited uh to be with you we're excited to be learning and growing in this mm-hmm. this is a new landscape for us and we want to answer your questions peggy laden i also want to let you know we're going to get to your question uh you sent in a question what do we uh oh wait here it is how do you keep your marriage healthy and strong? We need to hit on this Yeah, we time. will.
1: Next week. Yeah,
0: next episode. How do you keep your marriage healthy and strong? And another really good question, especially with us coming out of the yuckies here. How do you weave in rhythms of fitness so that you're caring for your temple, your bodies, mm-hmm. in the midst of a very full and busy life? So I think we should jump on those next that's time. That's
1: good. Maybe next week we'll be in our rhythm
0: again. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, hey, that's all we got today for today. We just want to share that story of forgiveness, grace, mercy, mercy, and reconciliation. And, you know, whatever you're going through, we just want you to know that you can live up in a down world by having Jesus Christ as the Lord of your life and the one who's your true north, your GPS. I mean, he's your compass. He's the one who's going to get you from point A to point B, and he's going to do it with grace and mercy and love. And so if you want to know more about Jesus Christ, about following Jesus, you can always hit us up. You can always find Annette and I both on our website at Bridge fbg.com our staff page we've got our emails there you can find us there you can always hit us up on facebook Instagram, all these different things. We'd love to hear from you. Be blessed, be encouraged. Yes, yes. What would you say? Just a parting shout.
1: Oh, I'm just so happy that we can impart some of our stories, you know, to to you out there because hopefully that'll be a source of inspiration for you. Yeah. We could not do this out without
0: the Lord. So yeah.
1: thank you for listening. We Good love word. you guys.
0: Good word. We love you guys and we just want to make faith real for the rest of have a great week <laughs>